Glory to God. How many feel that is your testimony tonight? I can't do it without him. This old song says, I won't walk without Jesus. I won't talk without Jesus. I refuse to live one day as before. Amen. I'm going to hold on to him, cling to him. He's my everything tonight. So good to see you in the house of the Lord. Um, I know everybody's heart's burdened tonight for Brother Hanks' family. And in the midst of all that, we appreciate your prayers. And I know that they'll appreciate uh, all the uh, uplifting that you can give them during this season. And uh, our hearts truly go out to this precious family in this most difficult time. Uh, stand with me if you will look around at somebody around you and tell them I can't even walk without you holding my hand Lord amen can't walk without Jesus need him in my life blessed be the name of the Lord if you have your Bibles turn with me I want to share with you just briefly tonight for a few moments the word of God in the book of Mark the book of Mark when you have it say amen begin reading there at verse 35 the Bible said and on the same day when evening had come he said to them let us cross over to the other side notice the command of the Lord there when he said somebody said he said he said cross over to the other side and when they had left the multitude they took him along in the boat as he was the other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? They feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be? That even the wind and the sea obey him. I want to preach from this thought for a few moments tonight. On the wind, the boat, and the God of hope. The wind, a boat. And the God of hope. Father, we love you tonight. And Lord, we truly cannot even walk without you holding our hands. God, our hearts are heavy tonight, Lord, and we we just continue to lift up Brother Hank's family to you, Sister Judy and Philip and Christine and the grandkids, all their family, God, wherever they are. Freshest friends and loved ones, God, that need the comfort of your grace. God, we pray that you would move into their midst right now, Father, as you have been. But God, move even in a more dynamic, supernatural way. And Lord, let them feel all oh, those faithful arms of the Lord wrapping around their hearts tonight. God, I thank you, Father, for the life of a wonderful man. A man that you've used for so many years, full of faith full of great kindness and love. 
not only toward you God but toward his fellow man and Lord I pray that you would bring the comfort to this family and the friends and people father of this church in the days and weeks and months ahead father we'll look back over this time and we'll see that we're not alone in every season of our life you're with us we praise you for that tonight in the precious name of jesus and everybody said amen amen you can be seated in the house of the lord as i was seeking god for the word that he would have me share tonight i i had so many thoughts running through me and Seemed like the devil just did not want me to get here tonight. And uh, seemed like I was just running behind and running behind. I'm, I'm never late. I'm always on time. And it just seemed like I couldn't get here. The faster I'd go, the more I'd have to slow down. And anyway, we made it. And by the time I made it here, I had so many thoughts rolling through my mind. And I knew what God had placed within my spirit. I said, well, Lord, I'm just going to trust you tonight. You know what the people need. And God directed me to the book of Mark. And he began to speak to my heart concerning a very familiar scripture. One that we've probably heard often. One that we've probably had in devotion very many times. But how many know tonight that the word of God never grows old when you're hungering and thirsting for his word? His word is fresh and anew every day of our lives. Amen. And I'm thankful today that God's word has that kind of power. That it's not something that if we are seeking after that we can become bored with if we're truly hungering and thirsting after God. And so his word is a lamp, as David said, unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I begin to question and ask the Lord as I studied this uh, I said, God, what is it that you want me to see? What is it in particular? Is it something that I've seen before? Is it something, God, that I need to see from a different perspective? What is it within this story uh, that you want me to be able to uh, embrace and be able to digest that would be life-changing and eternal for me and for the people of God? And I heard these words in my spirit it said, I want you to focus on the wind, the boat, and the God of hope tonight. And I'm telling you, there are seasons in our life when we need peace. Amen. When we need the comfort of God. Oh, brother, I believe this, that there are times within our life where we can endure some storms. But then yet there are times when... We need God to do something and it is very important that God get on the scene and that God would move in certain circumstances and situations in our life. When I begin to read this story, I think often as I've preached and as God has spoken to my heart, we've talked about faith and we've talked about being strong in the Lord and we've talked about uh, uh, being able to be diligent and being able to, uh, to walk in faith and strength uh, as we make journeys, even in the most difficult times. But God spoke to me tonight and he wanted me to share with the people that there comes a time that your strength ain't enough. Amen. There comes a time uh, 
Amen to God when you need God to move and to bring peace in the middle of your storm. You can't go another day without it. You can't last, uh, amen, much longer without God's intervention in your life. Does somebody know what I'm talking about tonight? I'm talking about time when you know in the supernatural realm and also in the carnal realm uh, that there's a very great need for God to move on the scene and to intervene uh, in life. In this situation, we find the disciples uh, who have been brought into this season by a word from God. Oh, tonight we must realize that as Christ was speaking to them, uh, there was a need that they would cross over to the other side. And Christ began to speak to them. And, and he said, I want you to come and let's go. And this was a command of their teacher, of their master. And of course, they loaded in the boat because uh, they desired to do what he said because they knew him to be the son of God. They knew him to be the one who had the words of life. And they, they were following him. They were seeing the miracles that he had wrought. They were seeing and hearing the teaching he meant to God that he was bringing straight from the throne of God. Oh, they were being ministered to in so many great ways. So they followed him into the boat and they loaded up there and they began to set sail and other boats followed them close by. But as they get out on the water, they find that a situation arises that maybe they did not expect. Uh, maybe that they did not uh, uh, desire for these things to happen. Maybe they were just hoping for a good day. How many has ever started out hoping for a good day with no interruptions from the enemy? Amen. You, you started out for a good day with no interruptions from any natural sources of, of this world that would cause any conflict in your life that would hinder you from being able to get to the place where the Lord said you must go. But now I want to tell you that as they set forth, they may have had this in their mind, but then something happened. The Bible said a wind came up. Now I want to talk about the wind for a minute because the wind, depending on the velocity and depending on the uh, the direction and depending on the, 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 the how fierce it blows has the potential when you're in a boat of capsizing what you're standing in. Amen. The wind has a potential of messing up your day. Can somebody say amen? And as they're out there, they begin to, to see all these things taking place. And then you've got the water mixed up in the midst of it. And the water's being blown into the boat. And the, the boat is beginning to fill. And, and, and water is just coming in there. And number one, sometimes the journey that God takes us on may be rough. But it's sometimes God who leads us there. Amen. Just because things are going wrong don't mean God ain't in it. Amen. Just because a storm comes does not mean God's not in it. Just because things don't go the way we think they ought to go all the time does not mean that God is not in it. God's led me to places many times that have been rough in my sailing on my journey. Amen. There have been many times when the wind picked up and it seemed like the boat just began to rock and, and spiritually speaking my life began to sway back and forth and, and the storm was there and things were happening and and, and, and so I realize that many times people want to attach what's of God with that which feels good. But there are times in your life that God will call you into a season where the very storms of life are going to rage. And it's him who brought you there. Do not neglect the fact that God can lead you through amen, places in your life and still be able to get your attention through it all. And neglect this. Don't neglect this. 
this. Don't neglect the wind because God may be in the wind. God may be in the midst of it all. Sometimes as Christians, we think that everything ought to be smooth and everything ought to be rosy. But there's a reason for the wind. There's a reason for the season. There's a reason that God brings us into these places in our life. God does not want us to get comfortable. And I believe that if everything always went good, there'd be no reason to activate our faith. If we never had a strange, a strange moment or something, amen, to God that would rise up against us to test us and to bring us to a place of revelation in our life, I believe we'd just kick back and, and we wouldn't do anything with our faith. We would just expect everything to be good and everything to be rosy. And the thing is this, that God will lead us into some, some difficult places sometimes, but we've got to remember who he is. And we've got to remember that he is God. God tonight. Amen. Shout, shout somebody. He's God. He's God on the shore. He's God in your boat. He's God in the storm. And he's God when everything's going good. He's God tonight. And tonight I want you to understand that just because things may not always go well, the storm may rage, the wind may blow, the water may be filling your boat sometimes, but it does not mean that you're not right smack dab in the will of God. If you don't believe this, ask Daniel. They threw him in a lion's den, but the Lord showed up. Can somebody shout amen? Oh, glory to God. Sometimes you'll have to go through some seasons that you didn't expect, that you wasn't counting on. But if you're hearing the voice of God and you're walking in that faithfulness, I got news for you tonight. Everything's going to be all right. Don't think that everything that God carries you to is going to be great experiences. Sometimes we need to wake up as Christians and realize that we're going to have some shaky places. We're going to have some, some rough, rough places to walk. But yet the Lord our God is still leading us through these places. He is leading us for a reason and for a purpose. What is that purpose tonight? I believe that God was telling me to share with you that sometimes he wants us to be reminded of where our faith is at. Amen. Sometimes we need to be reminded, hallelujah. Preacher, I don't understand. Why would God test our faith? I don't think that it's God that needs to know where our faith is. He already knows. Amen. I think God needs us to know where our faith is at. We need to have a handle on the pulse of our faith. Amen. God knows where our faith is at tonight. But God wants us to have a handle on the pulse of our faith and to know where we are appropriating it tonight. And in this particular situation, there was a need for God to move and there was a need for peace. There was a need for an immediate rescue of the Lord. Yes, I want to submit to you that they could not continue to go on with the water filling the boat. Something needed to take place. And through the midst of it all, they are finding where their faith is at. Amen. There's somebody say, Lord, help me to know my faith. God, help me to know where my faith is at. 
Find out where your faith is in the most difficult situations. In James chapter 1, verses 2 through 3, he said, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. The Lord will lead you into some places that will reveal your faith. Amen. I want to talk to you, and I know I've been on faith here a lot lately, but I want to talk to you about some faith tonight. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. So God puts us in a place where we have to appropriate our faith. He puts us in a place where we are conditioned to understand where our faith is, to test us. And in this particular situation, they find out that the Lord is asleep on the bottom of the boat. And here they are seeing the water coming to the ship and they're, they're feeling the waves and the wind as it's bashing along the ship. And, and all this because Jesus said, let us go to the other side. Some things may not always feel good, but some things God will lead us in and we'll be going through it just because the Lord led us to it. Amen. But I got news for somebody. If the Lord led you through the storm, he'll see you through the storm. If the Lord led you into a place of testing your faith, he had all intentions of bringing you through it to appropriate your faith, to test your faith, to produce something inside of you that would cause you to put your trust in him. Because if we're not careful, we'll learn how to put our trust in everything else but the Lord himself. Amen. When we begin to find ourselves distant, I believe God directs us into places that remind us we need to trust him and there are seasons in this life because it's a, a life of sin and an imperfect life where we're going to deal with storms and we're going to deal with uncertainties but we'll always have the constant of the one who created us all to bring us into the place of hope amen and preacher what does that mean tonight that means jesus somebody shout jesus will lead you in the wind he'll load you on the boat and he'll take you on a journey that will remind you what's important in your life amen sometimes we often as children of god if we're not careful we we grow distant and the storms of life and things begin to happen and life is just happening and if we're not careful we find ourselves wanting to just experience all the good things of life and then when the things come that we didn't expect we don't think God's in it and I'm telling you God will see us through amen even the times that shake our lives to test us and remind us that we can put our trust in him how many know you can trust your Lord tonight I don't care if you've lost a loved one, you can trust your God. I don't care if things have fell apart in your life, you can trust God. Your family may be falling apart, but you can trust God. There may be things going wrong on your job, but you can trust God. I know tonight that there are difficult places and there are places where we cannot go much longer in that condition. And we need God to bring peace, but there is a God that we can trust in every place in our life. Wherever we set our feet to, God didn't bring you on a boat for you 
not to trust him. God didn't bring his children on that boat to take them to the other side for them to lose faith. But in the midst of those situations, we begin to find out where we need God to move in us. Yes, we need God to move in the situation, but bigger than that, we need God to move in us. The question was, when they came to him in the middle of it all, why are you sleeping? Do you not care that we perish? And they were looking at the outward circumstances and the very uh, need for God to move before the boat sank, before the water got in the boat and just caused them all to go down and, and to drown out there in the sea. Maybe, I don't know, this was what they were concerned about. But Jesus began to rise up and he said, oh ye, amen to God, where is your faith? Glory to God. Somebody needs to understand that they were looking at the circumstance, but the Lord was looking at their faith. What does that mean to me tonight? God is saying, you got the wind, you got the boat, and they are real things. They are things that are concerning. Yes, you may be going through it, but don't you factor out the God of hope. Amen. I don't know about you, but I feel the Holy Ghost on that one. Don't factor out the God of hope. They were looking at the boat. They were looking at the water. But Jesus was looking at their faith. Tonight, where is your faith? It's easy for us to look at what we see. And then we need to understand tonight that God leads us into places to test us and he is revealing unto them that they are appropriating their trust oh God help me in the wrong place they begin to look at him and say how can you sleep at such a time as this oh goodness how can you just rest on a pillar I won't tell you how in just a minute but instead of remembering who he was, they had their eyes on the water. They had their eyes on the wind. But Jesus said to them, he said, how is it that you have no faith? Don't you know I'm on the boat with you? you know Daniel went in the lion's den not because of what he saw but because of his faith don't you know he went and prayed three times a day not because of anything more than his faith What keeps a man going to church? What keeps a man on his knees? What keeps a man in a worshipful lifestyle? What keeps a man pressing on? It's, it, 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 it's not the storm. It's their faith. Amen. Hear what I'm about to say tonight. Why do you think Daniel didn't care whether they called him and I'm just going to go pray. I'll lift up my window, dear God. He kept praying. Why did he keep praying? Because he had faith in God. 
things come in our lives to produce unto us a knowledge of where we're appropriating our faith. And we can put our trust in the things around us and say, well, you know, scientifically, this water's coming in the boat. And if something will happen, we got to do something. Maybe we need to get another boat or siphon this water out or, or something. Or, or we can trust that the one who's got his head laid on the pillar, amen, resting in our presence, resting in our lives, is the God who is able and put our trust in him. No man ever marched forth in victory, amen, based off of a fear. They marched in victory based off of faith, knowing this, that no matter what I'm going through, I know that my God is able to see me through. And tonight, God wants us to be reminded that there is going to be windy situations. There are going to be times when the water's filling the boat, and there's even going to be times when you need God to move. You cannot stay in that situation any longer. And tonight, the last part of this chapter begins to deal with, or the last part of this segment begins to deal with where we appropriate our trust. Where is that tonight? How can you sleep? Where is your faith? And they begin to say, as he rose up, he said, peace, be still. You know how he could sleep? Do you know how the Lord could sleep? I won't say sleep because he never slumbers nor sleeps, but I'll say it this way. How the Lord can rest because when we're stressing, the Lord is resting in the truth of his sovereignty. Hear what I'm saying? When we're stressing over things in life, the Lord is not stressed. We can be about to lose our mind and God said, listen, just put your trust in me. Don't you remember who I am? We can be stressing over life. We can be stressing over the circumstance God's led us to. And yes, thing, don't you think that we're going to just march on to victory without a battle tonight? The devil's going to fight. He's good at it. We're not going to march on without a, without a battle, without a fight. We've just got to know where to put our faith. God's not stressing out because the enemy comes or because things happen or because circumstances of a natural course happen in our life. God's not stressing over it. He's resting in the sovereignty of who he is. And you know, if I met somebody, amen, to God who had it all in the con- under control and they seemed like they had things together and then all of a sudden, they they had something happen in their life that shook their world and that constant courage and boldness began to buckle down to a fear and to a nervousness of being not being able to control themselves not being able to, to, to handle the situation there's a situation that's bigger than everybody and I want you to understand tonight there have been people that have had that narrative in them they have not been able to control everything in their life and there comes a time 
when that happens that they need a source bigger than them to step in. I want to submit to you today that God never stresses when we're under stress. God never gets nervous when things happen. He is a constant source. And the reason Christ could sleep is because he was resting in the sovereignty of his God. I'm telling somebody tonight that you can rest your faith in the sovereignty of God and everything will bring a place of calm and peace will come over you in the midst of it all. Why do we need to hear this tonight? Because world, day in and day out, things can happen. Even in our walk with God. Even when we're living where God wants us to live. And we're following his will. There are going to be some times when we need to be reminded, yes, the storm may be great. But I do believe that God is leading me. Then there are going to be times when we need to realize tonight in the great grace of God that we find out where our faith is at. And in the midst of it, God wants us to learn how to appropriate our faith and to be able to know that we can rest our faith in the God who never stresses. Amen. When there's things that happen, there's always a God that can intervene. Amen. How many believe that tonight? Do you really believe it? Look at somebody and say, God intervenes. So what does that mean? That means the water cannot continue to come into the boat. We cannot continue to take the, this, this wind that's raging in our life. So what do we do? We have to trust in the God who is able to bring a peace and a calm to it. Nothing else will do. I don't have the power to fix this. But there's one in my life. Oh, Jesus. The old song said, Jesus is with me. When the storm clouds gather, he's standing by my side. When I hear the thunder roll, yeah, he holds my hand. When I begin to tremble, when the winds of this world is blowing strong. Yes, how many believe that tonight? That Jesus is on that boat. And if he's on that boat, there's hope. Dear God, they are ready for us to appropriate our faith. So Jesus stands up and he says, I know that something's got to happen here. So he says, peace be still. He rebuked the wind. He rebuked the waves. And he said peace be still. How many knows tonight that when the Lord speaks a word into your life, then everything, amen, has to line up with his word. 
Come on, somebody. I don't need no generic word from somebody who's been hanging around. Amen. On the internet looking for a good message. I need a word of God's anointing straight from the throne of grace. I need a word from God. I need one of them words that I know came straight from the heart of God that moves forth into my circumstance. See, we can pray. We can do whatever we want to do. But we can only put our trust in the one who is able to speak peace to the storm. Sometimes a bucket ain't good enough. A siphon hose ain't good enough. There's not a place of safety nowhere around. And you need peace. And you need it real quick. Where he's a God who will move in a very quick fashion in your life tonight. Give him praise if you believe that. And if he does not move in a quick fashion the way we want him to, then I promise you that in the midst of it all, there's a lesson that you'll learn about your faith. There's a lesson that you'll learn about his sovereignty. That no matter what, when you're on the journey with Christ, you're never alone. Amen. How many thank God for that tonight? You're never alone. Oh, there's one thing I want to know in my life. Amen. That everywhere I go, the Lord is right there with me. Everywhere I go, he's right there by my side. He's constantly, amen, cheering me. Amen, trying to get me to just keep my faith and trust in him. Though I may stand up, amen, in the morning to start a day out and it may not go the way I want it to. Jesus is with me. I got some bad news. Jesus is with me. Oh, Amen, my finances is falling apart. Jesus is with me. The doctor give me a bad report. Jesus is with me. The wind is going to blow sometimes, but Jesus is with me. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Knowing this, that he said, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you, but I will go with you all the way to the end of the world. Can somebody know that he's not one to bail out of the boat and leave you hanging? Amen. Give him praise. Glory to God. He could have stepped out of the boat, Brother Ronald, and walked across the water and say, y'all figure it out. But he stood up and he said, I'm going to speak to that which you have no power over. And I'm going to command it to release the fear and to release the pressure off your life. Somebody needs to know that Jesus won't bail out on you. He'll stand up for you. He's with you. Put your trust in him to hallelujah tonight some folk think just cause they can't see him that he's not here but Job said I know my redeemer lives for I feel him in my soul amen I know he's here glory to God when the king looked in to the lion's den he said Daniel was your God able to save you he said oh God he said don't fear my God not only saved me he said and shut the mouths of the lions God will stand up for you in the midst of it all somebody ought to be happy about that tonight 
He's never bailed out on me. I've been all the way to my wit's end. Has anybody ever been there? To the breaking point of my trial. To the breaking point of my circumstance. To the point where I was ready to give up. Anybody ever been there? I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost. I was at my breaking point, ready to throw in the towel. Amen. I like what somebody said here a while back. Said, I threw in the towel, but Jesus threw it back. And said, don't do it again. I'm still with you. I've been at my breaking point, Brother Bobby, where I felt like just giving up. Going back, just hey man, just it ain't worth it. Anybody ever been there? I needed God to move, and just before he meant to God, I would give up. God would stand up, and God would begin to move. My enemy breathing down my back. Satan trying to destroy me. Trying to come against me. Trying to come against my family. Tear me to the breaking point. But Jesus never left me. He was there all the way. He He was in the midst of my journey. He was there in the boat. I promise you tonight, when you find yourself at your wit's end, Jesus is with you. He's in the boat with you. He is not incapable tonight do y'all hear what I'm saying he's not a well I can't see him he's here he is capable so what I what I what I need to do with this that you're telling me tonight this is what you need to hear God will set you on a journey and every day is not going to be roses. Some days are going to be full of faith-testing moments. But you've got to have enough faith in God. You've got to be able to trust God that when you're at your wit's end and the wind is blowing and the boat's about to go down, that there's a God of hope that's right there with you. Amen. I know a young man, amen to God, who who we love dearly, and he had to move to Alaska. He didn't want to move to Alaska, but I promise he didn't go by himself. Come on, somebody. God went with him. The Lord is with him. He may not have wanted to go, Brother Bobby, but the Lord is with him in that snow-infested place where he's at right now. He's been calling his friends every day. He's been loving us and missing us, but the Lord is with him. Don't you think that wasn't a storm for him to move halfway across the world to another place he's never been? No, he didn't want to go, but the Lord, I believe, has ordered his steps, and the Lord is with him. Amen. And in the midst of his faithfulness, I believe God's going to do some mighty things. Bring a calm to his storm. There have been some things that I had to go through that I didn't want to go through. But I found out that no matter all 
the way to my wit's end that Jesus was there and the enemy could not destroy Amen. what God had ordained and there are some things in your life that you thought came from the enemy but God ordained it so he could reveal his grace in your life amen hallelujah tonight if you believe that stand with me all over the church God ordained some things in your life to reveal his sovereignty and to reveal the reasons why we should trust him you want to know tonight why we should not just because the word says that's a great reason but tonight we should trust him because he has proved himself to be faithful Daniel came up out of a lion's den because he put his trust in the God that was faithful Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego walked through a burning fiery furnace because God was able I said this morning the man by the gate called beautiful found out that he didn't have to keep living there because God was faithful amen oh the woman who had lost her only son she was a widow woman Jesus was there on the scene he began to take notice as the funeral procession was coming by and I've always said as long as there's breath there's hope and when it comes to God even when the breath is gone there's still hope He reached over in that funeral procession and he told that young boy to get up. You know what he did? He got up. Don't you know they had camp meeting that day? The mother was rejoicing. All those saw the power of God. Why? Because when the Lord begins to move, he's the God of hope. There are things today that God has done to prove his faithfulness now, I want to tell you one of the greatest things he's done to prove it was when they took his lifeless beaten bleeding body and they cleaned it and they anointed it they wrapped it and they buried it that body in Joseph's borrowed tomb oh Jesus he said you'll destroy this temple but in three days I'll raise it up that's enough right there to validate his faithfulness he said before he ascended into heaven he said listen he said these things you'll see me do You'll do greater than these because I go to my Father, which is in heaven. I'm telling you, he's faithful tonight. He's faithful. The 
wind, the boat, and the God of hope. I may be in the midst of a wind and riding on a rocky, rough journey in a spiritual boat. But because he's with me, I'm all right. God help us to see where our faith is at. Help us, God. He Help us, God, to have a pulse on our faith. When you lead us, Lord, into those places, God, things don't always go the way you we expect. But we know, Father, we're doing everything we know how to do to serve you and please you. And you're leading us in these paths. Lord, help us, Father, not to lose sight. God, keep our eyes on what's going on rather than the one who's with us. Putting our trust in you. When we reach places where our wits end, God, let us hold on to the very end because it's then we know. At some point, God, like these disciples and these people, Father, were looking at the water filling the boat. They knew they couldn't go on like this. We're perishing. God, when we see those places seem like they come in our life where we need you to move now, help us, Father, to trust that you can and to trust you all the way to the end. You'll never fail us. God, I love you and I praise you for that.